I am recording. Great. You ready? Yes. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome back to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Mike Gambita, and thanks for tuning in once again to another episode. Alongside with me is none other than my best friend, my roommate for life, hopefully still my best friend after roasting him, uh, Mr. Matt Summers. Matt, how are you today on this fine podcast recording? It is great. Uh, Another day, another episode. Grind don't stop. Uh, last week was awesome having Trevor on the show. Still dreaming about it. Yes, it's an all-time interview. Probably, right. the, more, probably my favorite moment of this podcast that we've done. Yeah. Besides grilling you, that's <laughs> that happens every week. Yeah, it happens every week. Intentionally, not intentionally, but hopefully today we will certainly uh, try to mend those scars. We'll try to bandage up those scars. You know, anytime you insult somebody, the scars will remain, but you can still bandage it up and kind of make it okay. Don't ever take it, friendship advice from me. <laughs> it also helps we've been friends for like five years. Yeah, you know? it helps. Don't just go out roasting people and thinking, oh, they're my friend now. It's not going to work out too well for you. We were, we saw last week almost a major fallout when we started sharing about the promposal bit that we did on social media. Everybody is like looking at us like, are they okay? Like, it's like we're in a relationship. Like, <laughs> You guys need someone to talk to. <laughs> well, Matt. In the coming topics, we will uh, discuss seeing if we can bring back together that friendship that we've always had. But anyways, let's talk about something that is pretty prominent uh, within the world of uh, video games, believe it or not. Um, Last week, uh, last Wednesday, July 8th, um, I was actually on my lunch break, believe it or not. And I found out that in my subscription feed, uh, somebody was live. And it was Ninja. And Ninja was live on YouTube. Now... For a little backstory for those who aren't totally fully aware of the whole situation, um, Ninja is, I mean, first of all, he's like king of Fortnite, uh, I mean, at least in my own humble opinion, but um, with Ninja, he originally started out on Twitch, twitch twitch.tv, which is an Amazon-owned company. Uh, He then moved over to Mixer.com, which is a Microsoft company, and uh, Microsoft announced that they were teaming up with Facebook Gaming July 22nd. Um, which is actually coming up in a couple days, so Mixer will actually fade out. Um, so that kind of left Ninja kind of in the kind of in the, the up in the air, saying, you know, what should I do? Um, you know, some of the posts that were going around from him saying he was somewhat healthy in the sense that like he's not super worried. Where like a small streamer, like small streamers like us, if we decided to go full time, uh, would be devastating. But having that sense of confidence, he kind of had time to actually think about the platform he wanted to do. Now. Matt, let me just get your thoughts first, uh, at least finding out about it and then kind of tuning in to the live stream itself. Finding out about it was interesting because I, I, I kind of thought he was going to go back to Twitch just because I didn't know if he had like a strong YouTube following, which turns out he did. He had like, what, 138,000 viewers on the stream, on his opening stream. Uh, but I, I totally understand why he was confident because like you said, he probably is the king of Fortnite. He's probably like, the king of streaming like he was like the biggest most popular streamer maybe he still is i don't know if 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 anyone's challenging him but he's like when i think of streaming i think of ninja so anyone would have been 
lucky to have him and YouTube was lucky enough to grab him. Uh, the stream itself was fun, uh, playing Fortnite. That's he kind of went away from for a little while. And for people that don't know, he has his own like skin in the game, so people can like buy the skin and kind of play like as ninja in the game which is pretty cool itself so I, I think it's it's good that he's back to streaming uh and then hopefully he can stick here for a while because he's been like ba- seems like he's been bouncing around the past few months mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i know it's based on preference that like you and i both like when ninja plays fortnite because that's just a game that both you and i know how to play and are decent at it <laughs> above average above maybe. average you know we, we stream once in a while ourselves like you know head on over to our youtube page you can see our live streams a uh, little plug um you know i i kind of was going up against you you saying he was going to twitch i was saying he was going to youtube uh you know i i think we're starting to see a shift um there's been a lot more live streaming going around and you know i think you and i both promised let's not talk about covid for a while but here we are still talking about covid like i think ever since covid became prominent in society which is really weird to say um with covid i think it gave more people opportunities to you know be able to connect with their audience connect with the audience if they had one to begin with so having that opportunity to just go live on youtube without any circumstances now it was weird when Ninja announced he was moving to Mixer, there was this huge announcement that he was moving to Mixer. It was just kind of this tweet, one hour, and he tweeted, join me on my YouTube page, which was already established. It wasn't like this was a brand new YouTube page. Like, he already had a YouTube page for all of his, like, replays from Fortnite or Valorant or um, all the other games that he plays with either by himself or with his friends. So it it really was a surprise. Like you said, Matt, it was a surprise. Like, it was just kind of... Not really, I don't want to say called for. It wasn't really announced. Um, we saw his wife. Um, yeah, by the way, everyone, if you play video games, there's still an opportunity for you to get somewhat of a lover. <laughs> that was funny, uh, too. She came in in the middle of the stream and just started giving him champagne to drink and just, like, popped the bottle, which was awesome. I mean, I have my beer with me right now, but no one gave it to me. It was my fridge that's conveniently right next to my desk when I edit these podcasts. So, <laughs> But there really wasn't, like this fanfare anymore and i think number one that kind of grows with i'd say a little bit of maturity with ninja um there is that sense that like you know he's doing what he's doing now and the fact that his audience and his fan base will carry with him no matter where he goes yeah i didn't know at the time that he had like a prominent youtube page that's why i thought he would just go back to twitch but then now that i think of it he also left twitch for a reason whether it was money or whatever so why would he go back to them when he already left them i guess i didn't think of that part itself but it, it it's how do i put this in the words it's just nice to have him back like it it was weird because like there's been a lot of news in the stream game whether it's uh dr disrespect leaving twitch was a twitch he twitch. was on twitch right mm-hmm. yeah twitch for like reasons not known um it's, it's it's nice to have like some normalcy back in the stream game and it's funny because like before we started streaming on youtube i didn't even know you could go live on youtube so it, it's just it just shows how like youtube just like developed itself and it's mm-hmm. you know this is probably the biggest free agent catch that they they could possibly have for the streaming game and it's crazy matt you, you bring up the i don't want to say the sports term but you, you bring up the term free agent like Things are becoming more prominent, and, you know, I think to, to take a stance here and to, to do a take it, um, you know, I really think gaming is certainly going to bring in that sense of uh, something like baseball or basketball where there's free agencies, there's signings, there's teams. I mean, there's there's already some starting to form, but 
I think you will frequently start to see it within the next couple of years as far as individuals who sign on teams, who play, who get brand deals. I mean, we see it already. And, you know, just seeing him happy again, like he he was saying it himself, he's like, this feels great. Like he was also playing with his best friends, too. And who else, you know, is upset when they're playing or or hanging out with their best buds? So, (laughs) yeah, I mean, that's the reason why he left twitch for mixer in the first place was because they gave him a, a big money offer mm-hmm. uh, so people got to follow the money and for people that don't think streaming is you know a viable life or a career to have or, or podcasting money offer or podcasting that's true <laughs> um there's sports teams that like basket the uh, 2k basketball league the, like the actual sports teams have their own st- gamers that they pay to play as them in the video game so like mm-hmm. this isn't going anywhere it's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger I'm not going to lie, Matt. I actually enjoy seeing the highlights from the 2K uh, like professional teams because they really, I mean... They, it makes us look like the yeah. worst players ever. Like, <laughs> these guys can do things that I physically can't do with my thumbs. Sure. <laughs> that's, that's just I mean, it's the, the truth. It's the truth. So, yes. um, you know, if you're thinking about live streaming, I mean, hey, we heard it from Trevor Best last week. And if you haven't listened to that episode, Trevor Abney from TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, um, certainly go on and take a look. It was our previous episode, episode 12. Um, you know, just try stuff. You never know what's going to happen to it. And here's us on Unlucky 13 going forward with more podcasting. So, <laughs> yeah, I can't be afraid of what people are going to judge you by. And you, you know, if you have something you want to try, you're not going to know if you're good at it unless you give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Or if you like it. Like, uh, I, I got my hair cut uh, the other day, and uh, the lady was like, can I make a suggestion? And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And she's like, you're not going to notice it. And it was literally, you can't really see it on the camera if you're watching on her YouTube page. But she did a one, and it was like, it blends from the, the neck to the hair. So, mm-hmm. like, she's like, you're not going to see it anyway. I'm like, it's the back of my head how can i see it anyway <laughs> exactly so he, was, he wasn't wrong but yeah i mean you know listen to people and if you you know if you're passionate about something give it a shot yeah like us podcasting <laughs> exactly we wouldn't have this if we didn't try it oh dude you're right about that so moving on to our, our next segment for today so matt i i did kind of bring up that uh i was kind of grilling you and i i really didn't realize how hard that was a grill until i actually listened to me cracking up over and over and over again on the podcast uh, recap from our social media post. Uh, God, I feel like it's another plugin. If you haven't seen it yet, be sure to visit our social media, Funny Business EN on Twitter, Funny Business Entertainment on Instagram, and on Facebook as well. Um, and I think hopefully that's enough advertising and plugins for the rest of the podcast, I hope. So unless at the end. The end's, the end's pretty fair. So, um, Matt, I know I've been grilling you. So I feel like this is the perfect opportunity to come together and to play a game. So, I like games. <laughs> more room for activities. <laughs> uh, so this game is going to be in the similar format. Yes, Matt and I are not married. For those rumors that are out there, we are not married. Um, very similar to the newlywed game. The way that it works is the host will ask a question to one of the individuals. Um, they will answer it on behalf of the other individual. And then um, we'll see if our answers match up. So the... Example for the for those who are uh, keeping track at home uh, is you know what color is Matt's shirt wearing? But uh, wow, what color what color shirt is Matt wearing? There we go. Sentences get them together, Mike. That's <laughs> so if I didn't see it, I would be like, well, I think it'd be gray. And of lo and behold, Matt's color shirt is gray. 
If I said orange, I wouldn't get the point. Hopefully you can get with it and play along. So, um, Matt, any questions? I can follow along. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say any questions before we start and you're like, "Eh, no, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how the first question goes and then we'll go from there. Okay. So, um, we will alternate it as far as answering questions for each other. Um, the person, I guess to keep a little bit of precedence, the person cannot respond to any questions because I feel like that's like a little unfair of like trying to dig deeper into, um, actually let's put it this way. We get one helpline as far as, uh, you know, one, 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 one lifeline as far as us asking questions. So that's fair. Um, are you ready, Matt? This really sounds like a game show. You, you ask the first question. Yeah. So the first question that you are going to answer for me is. We'll start with an easy one. Okay. Actually, I should be asking because I don't remember this. When did we meet? Oh, I do know this one. Okay, so you I don't do you don't one. say it. So I'm going to try to answer that for you and see if we match up with the answers. Okay. So we could totally be completely wrong in the sense that the true answer, but if we match up with each other's answers, we get a point. So Okay, cool. So when did we meet? Okay, so this is my answer. So... Matt, I remember we, we talked about this a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we did meet in college, but obviously I will kind of specify this a little bit more. I would hope so. <laughs> that was a nice cop out. We met at the, oh man, this is scaring me now. So So I have two different stories in my head. I'll say both of them. But I feel like that's more of a cop out. But the first no, story. No, no, you pick one. I pick one. Okay. You pick one. I met you because my first year roommate, Chris, met another roommate named Chris. Both had the same first and last names. You were with Chris. And then that's how I got to meet you was because of my first year roommate, Chris. So it's half right. Kinda. So it is your your roommate, freshman year roommate, Chris. Yes. So I went with him to the trivia show we had during orientation. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then we were in the same group. So there we I'll, go. I think that's, that's a half good a for point. like half a point. That's yeah. half a point. That, that's definitely half a point. At least I knew I wasn't directly like I met you face to face. Like I knew it was by association of how I met you. So, okay, great. Yep. So. Yes. Do you feel like you got the got the point of this game? <laughs> I think so. I'm looking right. for a good question right now. We may have talked about this on the podcast before. Okay. This is maybe like a softball one. Okay. So what do you put on your pizza? Like your oh, okay. I, like ideal pizza. So I'm answering this. I thought I thought I was answering this. I mean, we can alter. Like I'm the person who answers like in my head. <laughs> yes. And then I'll yes, say yes. yes, yes. yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Does everyone right. follow at home? Okay, great. All right. Yes. I have it. <laughs> okay. Pepperoni. Yes, you're right. <laughs> boom, boom. The friendship's that was a pretty coming easy together. One. That one was pretty easy. <laughs> All right, my turn. Um, let's take a look here. Um, we do have a lot of questions to go through. So yeah. All right. Obviously, we're not going to do all of them, but yes. All right, you ready for this one? I'm ready. What drives me crazy? So I'm thinking, what drives you crazy? I'm thinking that in my head. No. Sorry. What drives me crazy? What drives you crazy? Okay. Ooh, this is tough. Um, This is a fun game to play. (laughs) Okay, I got it. I don't know if you're going to get... I don't know if if you're going to get this one, but I got it. Mm. 
I feel like what makes what drives you crazy, it, Mobamba by Sheck West. <laughs> that wasn't what I was thinking, but that's a good guess. <laughs> that's a good guess because that's the worst song of all time. My uh, what drives me crazy is when I can like loud chewing. Like if I'm oh yeah, I remember you telling chewing. me that. Oh, oh, that's like my biggest pet peeve. That is my biggest. That's pet disgusting. Peeve. Like it, it is. Yeah, it, it's. Yes. I mean, the occasional like chips and salsa, like maybe you have to break a chip because it's so huge. Totally fine. But if you're sitting there with a burrito and you're like munch, munch, yes. munch, like dude, if it's, get a if room. If it's something that's crunchy, I understand. You yeah. can't, you can't avoid that. But if you're eating like ice cream and you're nom nom, like shut up. Yes, Ugh, that's an A. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna throw it back to you. Okay. What drives you crazy? What drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have a pretty good answer. I think you're ready for this. I got it. All right, ready? Yep. <laughs> when people put links in their Instagram <laughs> captions, <laughs> my two for two. Yep, your two for yep, two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Listen. was one of the first things when I started, you know, trying to figure out how to do some things for social media. The first thing Mike told me was never put a link in an Instagram caption, Listen. and I did it once, and he was like, "No, you don't do that." <laughs> Listen. But I, make sure this is clean, Matt. Make sure make sure I have a clean take on this. But this is a PSA. Do not, I repeat, do not put a link in your caption of your Instagram post. Number one, you cannot copy the link. Number two, you can't even copy, I believe I checked the last time, you can't copy the whole thing. Number three, if it's a bit.ly link, which is one of those like URL shorteners, if those who don't know, I'm sure you've seen them along the way for those who are listening. Um... Don't, because I'm not going to spend time hitting bit.ly, flipping back and forth between my browser and Instagram and saying, okay, this is a 2, this is a W, this is a C, this is a... No, just don't. Link in bio. I taught yes. you well, Matt. <laughs> it's, it's just easy to say, click the link in our bio, because then it makes you go to the page, right. and then they look at the photos and all yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Ready for the next one? I'm ready. Okay. Are you... A cookie, ice cream, or cake person. All right, that's I got it. I, I think okay, good. Ready? Yep, I'm Your good. Cookie. No. Are you kidding me? Your mom makes cookies all the time. <laughs> okay, she makes the best chocolate right. cookies in the world, but she doesn't make them all the time. I think she I'm makes a them horrible for friend. I think she I'm a horrible friend. No, I'm more of an ice cream guy. Okay, ice cream. Right. That 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 was a that was a good cookie. Would definitely be a close second. Yeah. Definitely a close second. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I I, I hope I'm. Uh, you're not asking the same question. I think I'm more. I'm not more of a cake guy. Like more more of my cake. That, see, I would have won ice cream with that one. Yeah. So, so I would have gotten that one wrong. Yeah. So let me go with that one's too easy. Okay. That's great. Okay, I got a question. Yeah. You have one hour to spend five thousand dollars. Oh my god. Where would you go? Okay. In the essence, can you be more specific as where? Well, actually, is that going to give it away? Could, where would you go? Where Where would you go to spend the five thousand dollars? So I'm uh, now. No, no, never mind. Think Think of something. Okay. All right, I'm ready. Okay. So I'm going to go with the store here. Okay. I'm going to say Best Buy. Ah, <laughs> shit. Yeah, you got me. Yes, let's go. <laughs> three for three. I was I was either going to say Best Buy or Apple, but I was like, no, Apple doesn't always have everything. I would have done a, a 180 and I would have been Moe's, but... 
<laughs> oh, that would have been a good one. That would have been nuts. But that would have uh, been a good no, one. Good job, man. Good job. So, um, all right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So generalize it. What do you order at a bar? So okay. what I mean by that is liquor, wine, <laughs> or beer. Okay, so it's not like a specific. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I can probably I'll throw that into like specifically what you get. Okay. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> okay. I got it. I got it. Okay. I'm going to say you're going to get beer and your choice of drink would be, see, I, I'm too stuck on Miller Lite, but I feel like you'd be like Bud Light, orange, or was it lemon? Bud Light lemon? Bud Light the, lemon? The lemon tea. Lemon tea? Uh, that's a half a point. See, this is tough because- I'm awful. <laughs> I, it's tough because sometimes I'll- go to drink beer and sometimes i won't so yeah most of the time if i go to bar i get a beer most of the time it is a miller light okay because most some places don't always have some places don't always have the bud light orange so but let's let just to throw this back at me if i were to order liquor what would i order um or a green tea shot. <laughs> no, like an actual liquor drink. Oh, a liquor drink. Um, I mean, if we were at Redano's, it'd probably be an electric lemonade. But uh, I, I would personally go with the Jack and Coke. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, Jack yeah, and Coke, or, yeah. ca- or Captain and Coke, Captain something Coke. like that. All right, so I have a great one. All right, I'm ready. I'm hoping to go for, for four for four. Yeah, man. <clears throat> when we are 85 years old, what will we be doing together? <laughs> Um. Oh God, eighty-five. All right, I'm ready. Okay. When we are eighty-five years old, okay, we will be in our backyards drinking a beer and reminiscing about the old days. I feel like it's a little too cliche for that. <laughs> I was gonna still say, um, send each other TikToks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Send yeah. each other some type of content, like, because yes. who knows what's going on in the world? Can you imagine like? if we're still gonna be on Twitter when we're eighty-five? What Twitter's gonna look like? I believe that. I, I'm, I'm 100. I believe that. But nah, dude, that's. Uh, uh, listen, I'll be lucky to live to 70. <laughs> After the stuff I've been through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So, how many more do we have? Eh, we'll do two more. How about that? Okay. All right. So, who is your biggest celebrity crush? Ooh. I kind oh, of threw. Gotta... I kind of threw a. It, the question was, who was my biggest crush when we were younger? But yeah, we didn't know each other in college. Biggest celebrity crush. I gotta think for a hot second. <laughs> this this is tricky. I swear, if you pull a one eighty on me, <laughs> I need to get one right. <laughs> okay, I got it. Is it Kate Upton? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I I had a feeling you were gonna get that one. As soon oh, as I thought God. of the name, I was like, "Yep." It's like I swear yep. to God, <laughs> he literally yeah. has a poster of her in his room. Like, <laughs> yes, that is, that is true. Oh. Derek Jeter would have also been an acceptable answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, okay, this is a good one. All right, what song do we love to sing in the car together? There's so many of them. Oh, there's, there's one. There's one. There's, there's one. All right, I'm gonna use my lifeline <laughs> because they okay. said we have a lifeline. Okay. What time period? I don't actually know the answer to that. Uh, um, is it before we were born, when we were young, or now? I th- so I, the song I believe came out before we were born. 
But we listen to it a lot now. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't help. <laughs> Come on. I, I want to say it's... See, there, it's, I have two two choices in my head right now, and I'm just going to say the one. I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston. That, yes. Okay, my other one yes. was Mr. Brightside. <laughs> okay, that came out in 2004, so we were definitely born in 2004. Okay. I would hope so. Um, all right. One more set. Yeah, one, wait. Yeah, one more set for us. So, like, yes. you, you're yep. going to end on me, so... Yep. All right. Let me ask you this one. Okay. Why do you think we get along so well? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Right? I'm, I I have something I, in my head right now, but I'll, I'll wait till you formulate it. I think I have my answer. You can okay. go ahead. I feel like we're opposites of each other that complement. Like, I feel like... Let me explain. So, like, I feel like if we were in a room together, I feel like I would be the louder one. And, like, you're very outgoing, but, like, I feel like you kind of be, like, you know, normal sense. But, like, you would try to see me try to be the loudest person in the room. Like, that's an example. I'm going to – it's not what I had in my head. All right. I had to insult you again? (laughs) No, 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 no. I think that was was correct. Okay. But what I had in my head was that we had – like, when we first started to get to know each other, we had some bonding things over, like, Spongebob. Anchorman that we would just quote, yeah, and then we just started laughing the whole time that we just became like really good. Oh friends. my gosh, I literally remember sophomore year we did that all the time. Holy yes. crap! Oh my yeah. gosh, that's yeah. true. We we had stuff to begin with. I feel like that but, would be. Yeah, both answers were were very uh, on point. All right, Matt. So last mm, one. This, this is tough. What are you most afraid of? So what am I most afraid of? Yes. Okay. Um. All right, I'm ready. Okay, this is a tough one. Okay. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with failure. Could you be more specific? Like, like failure of, like, taking on a project and it not working. I'll give you a full point on that. Because okay. my, my biggest failure, and I think I mentioned this to you before is going to college, getting my degrees, and not doing anything with them. So I, I feel like that's that's very relevant in the sense of failure. Like, I have a communications degree, and if you see me in a in a job that doesn't apply, I mean, I always like to argue that communications isn't everywhere, but um, for that to not work in a sense, like, if I'm, I'm trying to think what I would do as far as not communication-wise, um, let's say, I know this is very, very basic, but let's say I was a cashier. Like, there's no video, there's no photography, there's no graphic design, there's no audio. Like, right. that would be my fear, is failure of not utilizing my degree to the fullest. So Right. That's a that's a fair failure to be afraid of. It's a lot yes. of alliteration right there. Yes. And Matt's afraid of spiders, everyone. So. Yeah, yeah, that would have been, yes, oh, that wow. absolutely, yes. No, that would have been my biggest fear of spiders. You're dead accurate on that one. All right, right bonus question. I got it. So um, hopefully we built our bond. I, I actually am very surprised you got uh, a lot of my things. Yeah, like, uh, we both did pretty well. Yeah, I think we did pretty well. I'm a tricky, I'm a tricky guy to dissect. I'm a fun guy. Fun guy. <laughs> fun guy. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hopefully, um, if you do have that best friend in your life, hug them tight, keep them tight. And if they're college roommates, don't ever move out from each other because you'll want to end up doing a podcast and you have to do it over Zoom. So, <laughs> yep. 
All right, guys. Well, that is it for the entertainment topics for today. Coming up next, we got some spicy takes in the sports section by Matt. Don't go anywhere. All right, let's slide into the sports segments for today. Uh, We have two interesting topics for you today. So the first one, we're going to talk about this. It's this one's going to get a little heated. I feel like not that we're going to argue at each other. We're just both very angry at this. So there was a reported Kobe Bryant documentary that was supposed to be released. Episode one was July 5th. So people were very excited for this documentary and it flopped big time because it was not even really a documentary. If we're being honest, I watched episode one and it was 10 minutes and 55 seconds long. There was, it was basically to put it in a kind sense it was basically like a bunch of YouTube videos clipped together with like a quote here and there from a player on the team. Episode one was, it was supposed to be at Kobe Bryant and the last championship he won in 2010 against the Boston Celtics. So the first half of the episode was basically about Kobe and like how, you know, he failed during the the 2008 finals against the Celtics when they lost. And then the second half of the episode was about Meta World Peace a.k.a. Ron Artest, who was on the team, but they just kind of talked about his journey being on the Lakers. And it wasn't a documentary. It was just YouTube videos clipped together of highlights. And then once in a while, they would have a quote from a player on the team. It was awful. Now, you can't... that Why it was awful, I'll say this sure. before I throw it to you, Mike. It was done by Clutch Points. Do you know anything about Clutch Points? Not totally aware, but... Um... Okay. You've, you've probably seen some articles on Facebook from Clutch Points. They are the biggest clickbait sport company that I know out there. Like, they just throw out these headlines, and then you click on the article, and there's so many ads in the article, and then they don't tell you anything, and all of their rumors that they have are never true. Mm-hmm. So if I would have known this was by Clutch Points beforehand, I would have known it was going to be crap. Um there was they would interview players and then in the middle of the interview you could hear the guy asking the question go uh uh-huh, yep okay yep like shut up let them do the interview like that's not like we just came off the last dance documentary about michael jordan which was awesome mm-hmm. and then you say oh we had this kobe bryant documentary coming out and it's like an eight-part series and the first video is 10 minutes like that's not a documentary that's just the youtube video i don't know what your thoughts are on it i <sighs> See, it was funny because in the middle in the middle of it, I actually brought it up again to refresh my memories. <laughs> I like that's why I was like kind of looking away. I'm like, I hope this doesn't play when the, the recording because the recording gets all messed up. Uh, you know, for those who are wondering, but I I think what is oh okay, well they literally just use a basic font for their titles. That's disgusting. Okay, <laughs> meanwhile, <Yes. laughs> I feel like there wasn't enough time. I feel like there was a huge push for the fact that okay. Um, this whole Last Dance documentary, like, again, phenomenal documentary, never putting down on it. They spent time, like, and even so, like, they did their homework before they even thought of doing a, a documentary within itself. Like, there was already with uh, 95, 96 Bulls, was that correct? Like, uh, the last season? The last season. Uh, 97, 98. 97, 98. So with that, like, they brought a camera crew around. They knew that footage was going to be used for something. Um, and then at the time, like, just by that, like, having the interviews by, uh, wow, yeah, interviews by MJ, Barack Obama, Dennis Rodman, Scotty Pippen, Pippen, like... Basically everyone that was, that they mentioned in the documentary, they had on camera talking about it. It told a deeper story than what was on the topographical surface. And I feel like 
this is what this couldn't do. It, what it did was it highlighted it like you said it best. It was another YouTube video. And even with the performance, like I think it it's not even like you you don't even have some of the players like I Derek Fisher, for example, like was one of the individuals that were interviewed. Like you don't see him talking even. The the only person that they had a video of was Meta World Peace because they talked about him for half the episode of the you can't even call it an episode. They, he was the only person that they had on camera doing the interview. I think we just, we they, go ahead. I think we really got ourselves a little hyped up that since we saw the last dance documentary and us being sports fans, how awesome it was. I think our expectations were set way too high. And what's sad is, you know, Kobe, Kobe did pass away back in January. So I think that's what brings us a little bit more upset over the fact is you're literally going to say we're doing a documentary on this man and you don't give it the respect and time it deserved. Yeah, that also bothers me, and it's it it sucks because people loved Kobe so much, and when they announced there was a Kobe documentary, they were so excited oh because gosh. they wanted his legacy to live on, and he's not even here to say, "Hey, this, this sucks." Like I didn't <laughs> produce, I didn't put anything into this documentary. Like I feel like they just made this because people they knew they were going to watch it because of Kobe, yep. and they were all hyped up off the Last Dance that they just used all this hype to try to get themselves clickbait. Like it, th- this place, mm-hmm. this company sucks. I, I feel like I'm surprised by the, the reaction because I'm looking at the, you know, it, it premiered July 5th, so so we had a little time to look at it. But, um, you know, the, the likes, there's 3,436 people at the time of this recording like the video, and then there's only 257 that dislike it. Now, the comments, on the other hand, big, yes, big the- thing. Never look at the comments if you're creating content, ladies and gentlemen. There's really, you know, um, Carl said the so-called documentary doesn't look like one at all. It lacks footage from the Mamba himself. Some of the footage were like taken from other YouTube, other YouTube's channels. There you go. Uh, validated point. Easily could have made it all in part one if it's only t- ten minutes. No point in doing so many parts. Definitely a series. What? Chaz, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> people, people were mad even on Twitter. Like people right. were like, th- it was trending on Twitter because people were just so mad because they just put like zero effort into this. At yeah, all. I could do this from my house, Matt. Like this, yeah. this we could have made a Kobe Bryant doc- documentary yes. like this. The only thing that we probably wouldn't have access to is the players. And I feel yes. like if I was the person in charge, like obviously for my field, like doing video work, like. I would fly out, even if it was on my own dime, I would fly out and talk to these players that knew Kobe so well. Because number one, you're not dealing, you're not only dealing with the sense of it's a documentary, but you're dealing with an emotional subject, which is the passing of a teammate, a best friend, a brother perhaps, like Paul Gasol, like dudes were brothers. Like, Did you see that um, Paul actually stopped at the Bryant's household and was like playing with Kobe's children? Like, I did. That, that was awesome. Warned my heart. So Yeah. I think that's what makes me so mad is that like they kind of just used his passing and they used the hype off glass dance to make this documentary and just to get this clickbait. Like it's just sad that he's he's not here to defend himself mm-hmm. and it's it sucks. The whole thing just sucks. I'd be really surprised to see if Vanessa Bryant, which is Kobe's wife, um or widow, uh I hate saying that. Um the fact that if she's going to say something about this documentary yeah, I mean, there's other people that are making Kobe Bryant documentaries, so you might not even be aware that this is out there mm-hmm. because there's YouTube videos of Kobe Bryant and there's stories of Kobe Bryant on YouTube that I think it's just going to turn into another one of those videos. It's just the way that they um, portrayed it and the way that they advertised it was totally false. I, they're they're going to get a bad rap 
I don't think, I think you said it best, something could possibly be in the works that's going to be 10 times better. And it's going to take the credit. ESPN is going to take take it on as far as, uh, mm. you know, being able to uh, promote it like they did the last dance. Like, <laughs> I remember in quarantine, Absolutely. like, literally, I mean, I didn't have access to it because I didn't have an ESPN account. But I just remember Twitter scrolling through it time after time after time, like, just seeing was, all these updates. It literally looked like a real game going on, like, as far as it, ESPN it, updates. It was every single tweet was the last dance. And there was memes and there was video recordings and photos and this everything was the last dance. Yeah. So hopefully one day we'll get a true Kobe Bryant documentary. Hopefully the guy that did the last dance does it because last dance was awesome. And Kobe Bryant and the whole Lakers, well, especially Kobe deserves a documentary of his own. Absolutely. So moving on to another topic that's been hot in the sports world is uh, I'm going to call it the, the football team that's in Washington, DC. Um, they're, they're probably going to be changing their name due to it being a racial slur. Um, So people are debating what new name should it be. And I thought it would be interesting if we came up with our own ideas for this new football team. Because it's not every day that a franchise changes their name. Usually when you get an expansion team, obviously you got to pick a name. But there's very few times that someone has changed their name, especially when they don't move to a new city. So this team's not leaving Washington, D.C. They're just going to be changing their name. So everybody on Twitter and Facebook is throwing out suggestions of new names left and right. So why shouldn't we? So, Mike, I have a list of five. Uh, how do you want to go about this? I don't know if you have any suggestions for yourself. Um, I I think what would be best, Matt, is having you say the five and then kind of dissecting it a little bit. Like, I, I think there's a little bit of reason behind it, and I feel like I can get on top of that. And, you know, I feel like formulating – I do have, like, maybe one or two, but, uh, you know, I feel like okay. formulating it would be best. Okay, so I have about three actual ideas and then two funny ideas. Oh, no. So the first one I'm just going to throw out there, the Washington Bullets. Okay. So the Bullets, for those who don't know, the Washington Wizards, the basketball team, used to be called the Washington Bullets, and then they changed their name. That would be awesome because the Bullets logo and the Bullets name was so much better than the Wizards. Like, they would instantly become more popular than the Wizards. I think they might be already. But the Bullets, it would be awesome to have the Bullets back in sports, but in football, that would be pretty funny. I think it would. Yes. So let me throw two real ideas out there. Real ideas. So obviously, <laughs> D.C. is the capital of the United States. The Washington Bald Eagles would be awesome. Okay. That would be pretty cool. That'd yeah. be a sick... Because we you have... Well, they do have the Eagles in there, in the division, so they'd have to be the Bald Eagles. Either way, there's a lot of birds. There's the Eagles, the Seahawks, the Falcons... The Ravens, so the Bald Eagles would and it would fit DC, and then the other thing would be the national animal of the United States is the bison. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say the Eagles. I don't know why I the, said the, the Eagles. The Bald Eagles is the national bird, but <laughs> I, I thought it was the national animal as well. I, like, I looked it up. The national animal or the national mammal, I should say, is the bison. Washington bison would be pretty cool. I feel like. I feel like this is a very touchy subject, Matt, and not just based on it's the name. It's the name that they already have. And I think really to backtrack a little bit more, there has been so much talk, not as much talk as there is now, but there's been so much talk these past years that this team in Washington should change their name. And, yes. you know, I think having that time like, 
to actually sit down and think about it instead of saying, ah, well, think about it, like taking action. I think that's the most important thing right now, especially during these times, is taking action. Not saying we're going to do it. Actually do it. Like, so having this idea of, you know, changing this this team name in Washington is, you know, at least to me is is very much so um, right, I should say. Um, but I feel like, Matt, like, with the team names, I'm looking at a, or a Bleacher Report article, believe it or not. And the one thing that, that got me, which I feel like we can discuss, is the Washington Skins. I don't know how I feel about that one. So the, the quote was, the subtraction of three letters, red, simultaneously addresses the two most important issues being argued over in this debate. It removes from Washington's nickname the offensive part of the word that describes a Native American skin color, and yet it maintains part of the name that the team has been known as since the franchise moved from Boston in the late 1930s. So I my still... issue... Go ahead. Well, go ahead. No, go ahead. no, no, no. Okay. You, you have ahead. the opinion. So, so my issue with that would be people are just... I feel like if he, if Dan Snyder, who would do that, who Dan Snyder is not known as a great owner, just to throw that out there, I think people would drag him a little bit for not doing enough. So when you do a rebrand of a team, which is what they're doing right now, they're rebranding the team, you generally want to choose something that's totally different. Like you don't want to just want to change like the name slightly or don't just change the colors. Like if you're going to do a rebrand, do a rebrand. Yeah. Like if he if he changes the name to Skins, people are just going to say, oh, he didn't do enough work. Like he doesn't care. He's just changing the name because people want him to. If he, He's got to choose something different and something unique that people are going to say, okay, like he actually took the time and he, him and his, his workers and whoever, whatever, whoever's on this team to choose a new name, they want to see that they actually took the time to think of a creative new name. I feel like if like maybe skins would work, I don't, I don't know about that, but I, I think people would see that as a cop out a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I hundred percent agree with you. I, I think this really needs to sit down and, and take the time as far as being able to figure out exactly what should this name be? Um, another one that I thought might have been, I mean, you, you had some pretty, you had some pretty unique ones, but I, I'm feeling oh, I got two left, but you go first. I'm feeling pretty basic. I, I don't mind, again, in the Bleacher Report article, um, Dan Snyder actually trademarked this um, a decade ago, calling them the Warriors, the Washington Warriors. That's not a bad one. So I heard the two frontrunners were the Washington Warriors and their Washington Red Tails. I guess it's like a red like tails. a like okay. the fox like an animal kind of deal like interesting. that. Interesting. I think the red tails I, again. I think would would people would see that maybe he didn't put that much effort into it. But I saw those were the two front runners. I don't mind those. I think they they could they could work easily. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, let me throw. All right. Let me throw this another just the funny one out there. <laughs> the Washington pancakes. Because you're not calling them the Washington waffles. No, then there's a reason for that. Why is that? The Washington pancakes, because in football, there is a block that offensive linemen do called a pancake block. So what a pancake block is, is when someone's trying to run the ball. Like if you turn around and give it to the running back. Yeah. If the offensive lineman takes the defensive lineman, throws him on the ground on the, on his back, it's called a pancake block. What offensive lineman wouldn't want to play for the Washington pancakes so they can get pancake blocks. 
And then, that would be funny. And then the defensive linemen wouldn't would not want to get a pancake block done on them if they play for the pancakes. And then if there was a pancake block, all the fans would get free pancakes. Yes, yes. That's do something like three pancake blocks in the game. You know, go get pancakes at IHOP the next day. That's <laughs> that's genius. Not a I waffle even house. Think of that. That's perfect. <laughs> no, not waffle house. That wouldn't work. But that would that would be funny because you could potentially have the best offensive line every year and even the defensive line because no defensive lineman is going to get a pancake block on them against the playing for the pancakes. Well, then it would just probably go easy. Oh yeah, we're playing against the cakes. Like I feel like having that would kind of be a challenge, but whatever. The logo would be all time too. You could have like a mascot, like a pancake mascot. Flappy oh, man, <laughs> flapjack. <laughs> Patty the pancake. Patty. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Oh my gosh, look Genius. at us. We're better than Dan Genius. Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I have one more. Do you have any others before I throw this out there? Throw this last one in, man. All right. So this one would be pretty cool. The Washington Jackhammers. I feel like you passed by. You passed this by me the one time, and I'm like. I don't, but the jackhammers would be cool because, like, when a defensive player makes a big hit, he can post it on Twitter. He got jacked up, and it's just like it's a tough name. It's a tough football name, like jackhammers. Like he, he jackhammer couldn't play in like, I don't know, if you have like a golf team, like you can't be called the jackhammers like that. That's that wouldn't work. Like jackhammers are tough. Football players are tough. That's all I got. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> I out, just, out of those five, so out of the jackhammers, pancakes, bullets, bald eagles, bison, which one do you think would work the best? I just like pancakes, although I'm not I, like a huge yeah. fan over it. Like I just think the the marketing of it is phenomenal. But what I do hope for Matt is that there's there's a decision that comes along this way as far as um, the the NFL team uh, coming to a consensus on on actually changing the name. And I, I, I think they're going to. They've gotten a lot of conversation with uh, FedEx Field is the name of their stadium. Yep. And FedEx basically told them you need to change your name. So they're right now they're just looking into it. They're launching an investigation or whatever you want to call it. But from what I've heard, they're pretty likely going to change the name. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, me too. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for everyone's favorite way to end this podcast. It is time for Take It. So for this week, we've done a lot of food. So I'm happy to say this is not food related. Oh, thank God. But don't get too excited because I have a lot more food. Of course. It, it is, it's challenging to find some of these topics and it's, it just so happens that people oh. are very opinionated on their food. Just like their pizza. Exactly. <laughs> so for this week, it is actually social media related. Oh, dear God. Oh, yes. Oh, no. So everyone wants to be famous whether it's TikTok or Facebook or Snapchat or Twitter or Instagram or LinkedIn, YouTube, YouTube, Twitch, Mixer, Mixer's no, no Mixer is not a thing anymore. <laughs> uh, what, however, people can view you. OnlyFans. People, no. Okay. I'm not gonna throw that out there. <laughs> um, I disavow OnlyFans. Uh, everyone wants to be famous, and there's different ways that you can be famous. So, Mike, would you rather? Be Instagram famous or Twitter famous? Ooh. Just, I'm just going to throw those two out there specifically. Ooh. Because those seem to be the two that right now are you can get the most clout on, I would say. I don't know if you agree with that. but I like this one. 
You did a good job. Yeah, I like it. I'm. Thank you. Pat myself on the back. Yeah, we're probably gonna disagree on it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So Instagram or Twitter? I'm gonna go with Instagram famous. Okay, go ahead. So with Instagram, I feel like. There's a lot more things that you can utilize with Instagram. I'm getting more into the te- technological and the more nitty gritty of it. Instead okay. of the, I'm probably gonna go the complete opposite. Complete opposite. Way, but I, I, I figured that was, that was gonna, gonna happen. <laughs> I knew that he was like, "Oh, do you want Twitter or Instagram?" And I'm like, "I'm thinking Instagram." And then as soon as I said that, I'm like, "Matt's just gonna talk about the memes and the the trolls." Mm-hmm. But anyway, you have Instagram stories. You have posts that you can do you can tag people in posts you can do videos you can do instagram tv you can add links to your cat you can add links to your bio not your caption um you can <laughs> i'm still gonna go on it um, throw that in there. just throw that in there um just the sense of aesthetics you're gonna get quicker famous you're gonna you're gonna get more of a reward by being famous on instagram than being on twitter um my simple fact being that if you take good photos you know your marketing, you're good to go for that, and there's going to be much more bigger deals when it comes for any sponsorship ads or anything like that. That I agree with the sponsorship ads part. So I'm a, I'm, I'm going to go Twitter. Like I love Twitter; it's my favorite app. Um, I feel like there's a if you how do I put this? It's like you think it's it's easy. Are you saying it's easier to be famous on on Instagram? It's more practical. Okay. As someone who like doesn't know a lot of like taking photos, like editing stuff like that, it'd be easier for like an average person, I feel like, to become famous on Twitter because you're just typing a tweet. It's easier for someone to see your tweet. You just retweet it. If you're not private, people can see it. Sometimes on Instagram, like if you sh- like if someone shares an Instagram post of like a famous person on their story, like ev- nine times out of ten, I'm not clicking on that post. I'm just clicking past it. Whether as on the other hand, if someone retweets like a famous person's tweet, I'm going to read it because it's on my timeline. And then if I like it, I can like it. I can retweet it myself. I feel like it's a little easier to get your opinions out there and get your tweets out there than it is. Like if I don't follow you, it's easier for me to see your stuff on Twitter than if I don't follow you on Instagram. You know what's really funny? I'm not going to say what? you're wrong. Just, <laughs> I feel like this I thought, is I thought that's where you were going to go. I thought you were going to say you're, it's funny as you're wrong. It's funny because you're wrong. Um, I have a almost a, a side take it, but uh, we won't. We'll keep the discussion to Twitter versus Instagram. I feel like Instagram people aren't actually using correctly. If I'm being 100 percent honest, okay. just because I don't use it personally myself, but. The way that individuals get discovered is through hashtags, is through common things that other people like. The discovery page. I don't. Do you ever go on that discovery page? I couldn't even tell you how to get there. Right. So literally, um, it's the. Is it the? Is it the magnifying glass? I'm just checking. You know. Oh, is that the discovery page? That's a discovery page. I click on it, but like I don't know how to like, like I see top posts and all that stuff, but like I don't know how to like. So it's it's like based, other than searching for people, I don't know like how to use it. It's based on other content that you like that you search for, believe it or not. So let's just say I I mean I'll use this as an example. So this picture is a iPad Pro with um, the Magic Keyboard. So with those things, yeah. like I've checked out a lot of iPads. Um, more even that, like here's another uh, laptop. So like the things that I'm tailored to are the things that is going to come up on your discovery page with the discovery page. However, 
depending on your content, your content is related to your posts. So if I'm a tech YouTuber, let's just put it that. See, I think that's another thing to, to counter this whole argument as a whole. I feel like you're on multiple platforms if you're becoming famous. You just are primarily using something like, we'll take Trevor for instance. Like Trevor primarily uses TikTok, has a larger following, but he also has a good following on his Instagram page. I agree with that. But I would rather be more popular on Twitter than Instagram. Another thing that I would think of is like, it's easy to go on Twitter and see what's trending. And then when you see what's trending, if there's a hashtag, you can easily see what hashtag to use to get in on the conversation. So if you're trending, people might be trending on Twitter for who knows what. I mean, people trend on Twitter for good, bad, everything in between. Do you remember? So if you see your, if someone sees that you're trending, they'll see the tweets about you. Then they can go on your page and see that you. I feel like it's easier to find people. Do you remember when Betty White was trending on Twitter? But that was because a Betty White actor, not the Betty White, was passed away, and everybody thought the Betty White passed away. <laughs> it's always terrifying when like oh. you go to see what's trending and like. I don't know. Let's just throw out a random person. Like, Will Smith's name will be trending. You're like, what the hell happened to Will Smith? (laughs) Like, you people, I can't find out this way. And then you click on it, and it's like, oh, he's got a new movie. Like, you people can't do that to me. I feel like the grind for becoming successful is more rewarding on Instagram than there is Twitter. Because I feel like with Twitter, how how do you get famous on Twitter? Let me ask you that. Like, if you had to start, how would you get Twitter famous? I think you have to be, like Trevor said, you either have to be relatable or you have to be funny. And then people see your see that people like your tweets and then if they like your content and you give them a follow. And then it's easier to see their tweets on your timeline. Can I just do that on Instagram too? You, you could, but like if people don't see other people retweeting your stuff and liking your stuff, like how, how am I going to find you on Instagram? Like there's people that I, I follow on Twitter that I've just seen people on my timeline like so-and-so like this tweet, so-and-so retweeted, that I wouldn't know about if they didn't do that. Like, there's people that, like I said, they share someone's post on their story or they like their photo. I can't see on my timeline other Instagram likes on my timeline. And if I see, like, someone just share their a story of someone's celebrity's post, nine times out of ten, I'm not clicking on that post. I'm just clicking by it. So the discovery page is, again, I feel like as a personal use, no one utilizes the discovery page. And, you know, I think even I'll, I'll even flip over to our our funny business account. Oh, God, I hope Matt, I hope you weren't looking at anything inappropriate. No, no. Nope. Let me think. No, nope. I don't think so. To the office. Yes, <laughs> everyone loves the office. So it's con- it's content based on um, you know the- those ideas that there's that opportunity. But I feel like again, nobody clicks on the discovery page unless they're searching for a profile. However, if people were to utilize this discovery page a little bit more, I feel like you would be able to do that because not only that, it's content based and it's also people who follow. So it's like. If it gets up there really high as far as, oh, um, Matt and 78 other people's follow, and it's that. Like, I feel like we just don't use Instagram that well as far as being Discover and the Discovery tab of it. However, I feel like you get so lost in Twitter sometimes, and I feel like the number one thing that you would have a challenge in is the Twitter trolls. 
um, those individuals that are absolutely disgusting. Um, I have never seen a fan base. I, I, I've never seen a a audience that is more brutal, which I'm, I mean, I'm cool with it. I laugh at the stuff all the time. I send you tweets and I'm like, look at the first tweet. That's <laughs> like things are brutal. Some are very harsh. It's not on Instagram. I feel like in my humble opinion, like you don't see that as quickly as you do on Twitter. I'm also going to counter that point. I think some people do such a good job of interacting with their Twitter trolls that it makes them even more famous. I'll, I'm going to take like everyone from Barstool, for example. Barstool Sports, if you know, if you follow someone specific from Barstool, a lot of their tweets, they get hundreds and thousands of replies, but then they'll they'll retweet comment one of the comments and like either clap back at them or just like laugh with them if it's a funny comment. I, I think part of the reason some people become twitter famous is because they do interact with the twitter trolls and you're right sometimes the twitter trolls can be absolutely harsh sometimes it's the funniest place on the internet but i think that interaction with them helps grow their brand even bigger i feel like just aesthetically you'll be able to find yourself people liking your content that's aesthetic rather than just based on the true content itself so like there's a more there's more avenues that somebody can interact with your content because you can either interact with what they say, what they show, or how they prep their content as far as showing things. Like, um, there's a photographer that I follow. His name's Peter McKinnon. He's a Canadian-based photographer. All of his stuff, his colors, are very uniformed. Like, and not in the sense he's taking the same picture. His all his Insta- his feed is very colored-based. Like, it is a wonderful set of pictures that somehow, some way combine all their pictures through that so um you know i i i agree wendy's wendy's would have never had the the fan base that they had if it wasn't for twitter um but again i think some of our people like um are celebrities that have instagram i don't think they would have the the popularity if it wasn't for you know because you have some people like I'll, I'll, i hate talking about this like the Kar- kardashians for example like kardashian <laughs> like <laughs> Kardashians are more active on Instagram than they are on Twitter. And it's just by that simple fact, like, I guess it... I feel like that fits their personality and their brand better, though. Yeah. I, and this whole conversation comes down to, like, if you like posting pictures of yourself and people seeing pictures of yourself, you're going to go to Instagram. If you're a funny person like me with no looks, I'm going to go to try to be famous on Twitter. So. I feel like it just depends on what you want. Like some people aren't big on editing photos and making sure that looks right. Some people just want to type out their thoughts and see what people think of it on Twitter. I feel like that's why I'm still sticking with the Instagram famous. I, 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 and I understand that. I, yeah. I understand that. I feel like just because of what I do for a living is. Yeah. Know. And yes, I, you know, so everyone's yes. different. Everyone's different. They all got their, their own personal agendas. <laughs> Patrick, that's a bickle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll certainly throw this up in the poll. Um, I, I'm certainly... <laughs> we'll probably get people who vote to be Twitter famous be voting on Twitter. It will probably get people voting on Instagram famous voting on Instagram and Facebook. So, um, probably. yeah, probably. But anyways, guys, that concludes another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. If you liked it and are on Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate us five stars and leave us a review. Um, we haven't actually uh, taken the chance to collect uh, all of our reviews and... Hey, who knows? Maybe that'll be a topic for the following episodes of, you know, reading your comments. So um, make sure you put it down and we'll uh, be sure to give you a shout out. Um, 
throw us on our social medias, um, especially if you want to grill Matt. Matt can clap back. Uh, <laughs> he can, let me I, tell I'll you. clap back at everybody. I don't care. <laughs> Bring it Mom, on. watch out. <laughs> um, catch us on our live stream once a week. We try to do a live stream once a week. Uh, days vary, but uh, we try to be funny in our funny business. And hey, that's where it all started. So, um, But until next time, guys, be safe, stay healthy, wash those hands, wear a mask for crying out wear loud. The, wear the damn mask. Wear the damn mask. Like the PSA, wear the damn mask. Stay safe, everyone.